Hey friend, welcome back to the show. On today's Tea Time Tuesday episode, I want to talk to you about how writing in a journal can help you feel happier in your emptiness chapter. I'm laying out six benefits of journaling and giving you some tips on how you can get started right away without making it complicated or expensive. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, and empty nest mom of three. Also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son, adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me, and by His grace, I used my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy, and now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. Hello, my Tea Time Tuesday friend. Come on in. Hey, I am so glad you decided to join me for this episode. If you're in my Facebook group for Christian Empty Nest Moms, you've probably noticed that I use journaling as a tool to help you discover things about yourself, process your emotions, and enjoy your emptiness journey more. And by the way, if you're not in the Facebook community, why not? Come on over and join us. Go to emptynest.community and that takes you to where you can join us. But today I want to talk to you about six specific ways that journaling can benefit you. I'm also giving you some tips on how to get started with journaling if you're not already doing it. One of the things I love about journal writing is that you can do it in a very simple way that does not need to cost a lot of money or be super fussy. Disclaimer, I am a certified cognitive behavioral life coach, but I am not a therapist or a psychologist. This episode is not meant to replace medical advice or therapy. So please consult your doctor or therapist if you have mental health concerns. Okay, let's get into six benefits of starting a regular journal routine. Number one is it's easy self-care. It's one of the simplest, most inexpensive and accessible forms of self-care that I know of. You can journal with a pen and a notebook, plain and simple, or you can use a Word or Pages document on your computer. You can make it as fancy and creative as you want to, but you can also keep it super affordable and simplified. Number two, it helps you connect with the real you. 
Journal writing helps you get in touch with who you were before you became a mama. It helps you uncover your dreams, your personality, and your desires. Things that had seemed to be foggy become more clear. Number three, processing your emotions. Journal writing supports processing emotions from trauma. And in my opinion, empty nesting can be a form of trauma when our kids move out. It helps you work through sadness, anger, or other unprocessed emotions. And until you work through those things, until you bring them to the surface and get them out, then it's a lot harder to feel happiness in the empty nest season if we're always stuffing things down and trying to just live around it. Number four is that journaling can increase your feelings of happiness, especially gratitude journaling, which is something that I like to work with when I'm coaching my private clients. Gratitude journaling helps you appreciate what is good in your life. It boosts your mood, your ability to sleep well, and helps you be more resilient when those hard emotions come up. So in that previous point about processing emotions, you can think of that like cleaning out a messy room. Then the gratitude journaling is like putting fresh, beautiful things into that newly decluttered space. Number five. It's your special space. Journaling is a private space where you can feel psychologically safe to be your real, raw, vulnerable self. People are not there to judge you when you journal. No one is pressing a like button to show their approval. You get to have freedom to express whatever you want. Number six, it unlocks your creativity. Journaling sparks creativity, even if you keep it simple and minimal and just write on notebook paper. If you feel stuck in the mundane, maybe you are not loving your job, or you feel unmotivated after your young adult moved out, having a means to create something on a regular basis can help you break free from that feeling. And you do not have to be an expert writer or an artist to do this. If you're hearing this and thinking, okay, Jenny, I'm on board with that, but I don't know how to get started with journaling. Here are four tips to help you get started right away. Number one, pick out a dedicated notebook or journal and a pen. Again, you can get as creative or fancy with this as you want. You can get a higher end journal and some colored pens, whatever you feel comfortable with. But you can also just grab a notebook and a pen. Number two, choose a space. You might prefer a comfortable chair that overlooks the yard or a writing desk you love. Maybe you like going outside and sipping your tea on the porch and writing in your journal there. Find a space that you want to think of as your journaling retreat spot. If you have that special spot you go to, and maybe a tradition around it, like making a fresh cup of your favorite tea or sitting with your favorite throw blanket, it becomes something you look forward to even more. Number three is decide if you want to journal more in the beginning of your day or right before bed. Or maybe you prefer journaling after you do the dinner dishes. Whatever it is, decide on the time of day and that helps you make it a part of your routine and something you're more likely to stick with doing. Number four, give yourself permission to not be perfect with this. It's okay for it to be messy or if you miss a day here and there or whatever, let this be easy. And before I go, I want to reiterate that you are invited to our private Facebook community where I give weekly journal prompts on Sundays. I post the journal prompt in the group 
and you can write your response to it privately in your journal, or you can share it in the comments within the group. You can also do both. If you're the type of person who finds it easier to write a response to a prompt, as opposed to writing about whatever is on your mind, this is a great way to do that. Throughout the week, we talk about empty nest related topics in the group, in addition to those Sunday journal prompts. There's a supportive group of Christian empty nest moms there. To join us, go to emptynest.community, and that takes you to the free Facebook group. When you get into the group, post a picture of your journal and let us see what that looks like for you. Okay, friend, that's what I have for you this time, and I hope it blesses you. Hey, sister friend, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King, and joy is available to you.